Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hey, One Hope Church and One Hope Friends. Peter here, continuing our Bible reading podcast. Uh, Season 4 of our podcast, we're about halfway through Season 4, we've been going through the Minor Prophets. Uh, one a week. There's 12 of them. Kind of landing on one theme from each minor prophet, and then uh, usually during the readings of the week, kind of uh, kind of fleshing out that theme a little bit with some related readings. Didn't do that last week. We just kind of camped out in Jonah. But uh, we're going to go back to kind of uh, landing on a theme this week and uh, kind of fleshing it out a bit in our readings for the coming week. Um, so this morning in the sermon, we looked at the prophet Micah. And the passage that I landed on was a really famous uh, passage, Micah uh, 6, uh, 6 to 8, uh, in which the prophet Micah really asked the question, in light of God's greatness, his grandeur, his transcendence, how are we to approach God? I mean, how are we to have a relationship with God, really? How can we? And he gives three wrong answers, um, and then he gives the right one. Uh, so, uh, so it is the right one, but uh, we find it's it's not really the right answer for us. Uh, the two wrong, the three wrong answers really: shall I come with sacrifices? And it's a rhetorical question. No, uh, we can't do enough sacrifices to uh, cover our sin. That's not what God requires. That's not going to work. Uh, shall we give him a lot of money? No, again, rhetorical question. We can't do that. We can't buy God off. Uh, shall we give our firstborn? Uh, and even that is it. It's not going to work because it, we have sinned against an infinite holy God, and our sin is infinite. The debt is infinite, and any kind of finite sacrifice or even giving of our our own firstborn, which is who's a finite. Uh, would be a finite payment. Uh, it's not going to work. And so then he concludes. So what will? What does the Lord require? What will work? It, well, it's this. This is what the Lord requires to act justly, love mercy, walk humbly with your God. And I uh, just kind of looked at how you know that I love to do lists. I love just give me a list of things to do, and and I'll try to do them. But um, as we really fleshed it out, we we really kind of dug into what does that really mean? What does that look like? And the more we did that concluded we can't do what the Lord requires. And so it's not the answer that we need, and Micah knows that. And so uh, as with all lists like that of things that we're to do, it really kind of drives us to the end of ourselves. And and even the book of Micah concludes with this, uh, you know, who is like our God who forgives sins, and, and, and it's going to take our iniquities, and it's going to put it in the depths of the sea, but how can God do that? How can he, he can't just forgive sin? That would be unjust. Sin has to be punished. And, and Micah gives a hint of that as well. One of the clearest prophecies of the coming Messiah is in the book of Micah, speaking about how the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. And his, his days are of old, of ancient times, kind of speaks to the, uh, to, the, uh, to the eternity of the Messiah, that the Messiah is the infinite God who's become one of us and has fulfilled the requirements uh, that we could not fulfill, uh, he did it, and he paid the debt uh, that we could not pay. It's an infinite debt. Infinite God came, called in the debts, and paid for it himself through the death of his own 
uh, one and only Son, Jesus. Um, and so it really came down to a message of the gospel and that we rely completely on what Christ has done for us and fulfilling the requirements, what's required of us, because we can't fulfill it. Um, but then as we kind of ended the message time, I really kind of landed on, well, what's the, what's the point? What's the application? Are we to still try to, to try to get better at acting, uh, you know, of doing justice and, and loving mercy and walking humbly? Can we learn to do that better? And is that the lesson? Are we try to just improve ourselves? And my answer was no, that's not really the core of the Christian life is not us getting better. And that doesn't sound right, but I, I, I stated that. But it, it's it, it's really about us getting out of the way and letting Christ in us live his life through us. Uh, the reality is, and I just confirmed this, the older I get, the more I, I realize that my righteousness is like filthy rags, as the Old Testament says. I identify with that. I, I The more, the older I get, the more I realize I don't do justice. I don't, I don't love mercy. I don't walk humbly with my God, uh, even when I think I do, and I, I can't try really hard to make that happen. Um, and, and so, really, the whole Christian life is is really I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me, gave Himself up for me. And so, it's really He must increase, we must decrease. And it's allowing Christ in you, the hope of glory, to come to the surface. Your flesh, my flesh, is not getting any better. It cannot be improved. And so the Christian life is not about us becoming nicer, us becoming better. It's about us becoming new, new creatures in Christ Jesus. Christ is the one who saved us. We're saved by grace. We live by grace. And, and so now the question is, as we kind of looked in our, our, our series this summer, I kind of hearken back to that whole question, is it that it's not what would Jesus do, like we're going to try to follow his example, but what do you want to do today, Jesus? Uh, you're the one doing it, and we yield to what he wants to do. We just kind of hook up with what he's doing. And, and it applies here in this whole living the Christian life thing, too. How, what do you want to do, Jesus? How are you going to act justly today through me? How are you going to love mercy today through me? How, how are you going to walk humbly and sacrifice yourself and serve others through me today? And this really kind of, that's kind of where we ended. And it really gets to the question of, of really kind of um, how do we live the Christian life? What does that mean? And here's the theme. So our related readings are going to be around this question. But here's the dilemma. Here's the struggle. Um if the Christian life is not us getting better, do we get better? I mean, do we get more nice? Do we get more? I mean, isn't the call for us to to do justice and to walk humbly with our God, to get more humble? Isn't the call for us to to love mercy more? I mean, is don't we want change in our life? Is that not part of what we're called to as Christians? And yet, I just said in my message, that's not what it is. It's not about getting better. It's not about self-improvement. You can't improve the flesh, and yet we're new creations in Christ. We have the Holy Spirit, and, and he does want us to walk out uh, it, to do good works and to, to grow uh, in grace, I guess you could say, and that that's fleshed out in how we live our life. So this really comes down to a question that Christians have wrestled with for 2,000 years. What's the relationship between something we call justification, which is that God has totally declared us righteous and perfect and holy 
just by virtue of our placing our trust in him, Jesus has done it all. We're clothed with the righteousness of Jesus. There's nothing more we need to do or can do. We can't improve the flesh. Uh, Jesus, uh, is he's clothed us in his righteousness. When God looks at us, he doesn't see our sin. He sees every good thing Jesus ever did. Justification. But the Bible also has this thing called sanctification, which is all the passages that speak of us growing to be more like Jesus and 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 and, and seeing, uh, getting out here, outside in our actions, what is true in our faith walk with God, that we are growing in grace, growing to be more like him, taking on the character of Christ and, and, and putting on humility and kindness and goodness. And so, uh, and yet those are not good works that we do to be saved. And are they even good works that we do at all? Is that not all the work of the Holy Spirit? Do we yield to it? Can we participate with the Holy Spirit in that process? Um, or, or is it just wrong to even use that language that it's all Jesus and he's just doing it through us and we're just to get out of the way. So it's, uh, you know, I, I gave the message this morning. There's only so much you can hit on a Sunday morning. It's a deeper topic than just uh, even how I concluded, I think, this morning in the message. And so there's a lot of scriptures that speak to this topic. And so the readings for this week really center around um, just allowing us to wrestle. And so I've thrown some passages in our readings that would seem to contradict what I said uh, in my sermon this morning and then others that I think will back up what I said in the sermon for this morning. So uh, so wrestle with this topic. Uh, how does how does faith and good works relate? How does grace and 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 then and just our, our taking on the character of Christ relate to each other and how are we to see it? Um, and uh, and so wrestle with that and and then maybe our our podcast team on Saturday can kind of wrestle with that question as well. Just how does how does how does faith and good works relate to one another and and this whole justification versus sanctification. Again, where justification is that we've been declared righteous. We've been justified, declared uh, not guilty. Sanctification just means being is being made holy. It's 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 which is just becoming more like Jesus, uh, taking on the character of Christ. And uh, and so how do those relate to one another? All right, let me pray for us and then uh, a happy reading through these texts and wrestling with them. Lord Jesus, um, thank you, Lord, that you've done it all. You have uh, you died in, on the cross in our place. There's nothing more that we need to do to earn our salvation. And yet, um, it's not like you have saved us and now we we're, we got to try to figure this out on our own and get better. No, we're, we're saved by grace. We live by grace. And 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 yet, you do call us to grow and to take on the character of Christ and actually to do things, to act justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with our God. And so, um, help, help us to humbly wrestle with this topic of uh, not just in a theoretical way, uh, not just have a theological conversation about this, but would you give us discoveries in just the, the practicality of living the Christian life and how to how to tap into the power of your Holy Spirit who indwells each one of us and to begin to learn uh, the secret of living the Christian life with joy and uh, and victory in, in, in growing in grace and becoming more like Jesus and and uh, and yet, at the same time, not falling into any kind of legalism uh, or that 
it's so easy to fall into legalism and to think that, look at me, aren't I getting better? <laughs> oh, Lord, we don't want to do that. It's all you. It's all grace. And so uh, help us as we ha- wrestle with these texts this week and help us have a great discussion on Saturday as well. In Jesus' name, amen.